Elena. Yes. I'm off tomorrow from work. How do you feel about that? Whatever. Why do you say that? Because I'm working. Welcome to So Taco. Two side hustles in a microphone. With So Bonita and Taco Gear. And I'm on call. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone, to another episode (laughs) of So Taco. Um, oh, I think this is, uh, this episode's where we can announce that we won, right? I thought we did last time. Did we? Yes, we did. God, everything blends for me. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, shit. That's right. It was a live recording. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did a live recording. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for sticking with us through that live recording that we had some uh, mishaps at the beginning, but I mean, whatever. It was figured, fun. Figured it was We fun. should do that more often. I think it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we can actually uh, we have the tech to stream live on Facebook. Yeah, if we can do that, well, we'll do more in the future. So anyway, thank you guys for joining us on that podcast. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. We had uh, people chiming in saying stuff. It was harder to. Okay, we didn't have like hundreds and thousands of people like other podcasters people do. Yeah, and I don't know how they keep up with those. Que- they have to have somebody. I'm sure their staff. The yeah. So that was a lot of fun. It was. In this episode, we are going to talk about, oh, because it's like, hello, it's episode one of season seven. Oh, yeah. And uh, next week, for sure, confirmed, 99%, we're going to have a really cool guest. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I have said about this guest that we're having next week, but this guy had launched, uh, I followed his band for, a, band for a while. He launched yeah. a Kickstarter that had like a ridiculous amount. I think it was like a six-figure I think you said that last time. Amount yeah. of funding and this new one that he just launched about the Why same. do you think he's so popular? Is it because the brand is so clean and crisp? Or, I mean, is There's, it him? Or, uh, it, it, like, is his face behind the brand? Or no? His face is behind the brand. Uh-huh. Uh, this is this will be interesting to talk about with him. His face is behind the brand, but but the whole time I've known it, I feel like there's been a voice. It hasn't. It's not like a loud out there voice. Yeah. It's very clean, polished. It's got a very minimal look. Right. To his products, and they're very, they're very well built, put together. A lot of thought goes behind them. They're Where's ma- it based out of? Uh, I forgot. Mm. I totally forgot. So um, I don't know what it is, but I, I know that he's been featured on a lot of blogs, mm-hmm. like for his workspace for the like pristine quality yeah. of minimalistic things he makes. Yeah. And there's all those like gadget blogs and stuff too that he's been featured on. So I imagine there's a lot of work he's done behind the scenes to get where he is. And then now naturally he's just built a mm-hmm. built up a, a badass thing. Okay. And then yesterday, was it yesterday when I was like, where are these subscribers coming from? Was yeah, yesterday? yesterday. So yesterday, like I got more YouTube subscribers, which I'm not active on YouTube. It's not something that I pursue because uh, it's a lot of work. But it is something where the taco chair is hosted. Yeah. And other random videos I put up, it's they're hosted there. I'm not consistent on it. So um, we've been in communication with this guy. And then yesterday, like, I saw, like, so-and-so subscribed to you on YouTube. And I think I saw, like, five or six of them. And I was like, all right, that's interesting. One random every once in a while. I'm like, all right, cool. And then, because uh, actually the, the video that gets the most views is this one I have about making a taco on a light bright. Oh, uh-huh. And it gets it gets viewed. So I figured like, oh, someone found that. And then uh, I got more and a few more. I think I got like close to almost 20. That's crazy. Which which doesn't sound like a ton, but I'm like, where the fuck are they coming from? Yeah. 
and then uh my email back to this guy to to um come to uh, agree on a time for the recording mm-hmm. it was like by the way i gave you a shout out in one of his emails that he sends out monthly to all his subscribers and it was really cool it's like a simple line like it was a simple line of um how he's digging that show mm-hmm. so they've already given hints of people that listen they might know who he is digging that show and it's he called it like a think of netflix but for talk oh think of chef's table but for tacos and i was like oh that's cool <laughs> so anyway um that's really really neat i'm excited about that cool and then we have another brand that we're gonna interview in the in the near future mm-hmm. baseball brand that's all i'll I, say a baseball player no not a baseball player <laughs> but a baseball brand so i think um Elena and I are going to talk in this first half about some major pivots that we're, that we're contemplating and figuring out and why. And uh, this is all about taking control of your own brand, which uh, we always talk about. And then um, something happened yesterday that's going to make us talk about it in the second half. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, how would, you, how would you not necessarily tease, but what's the message behind the second thing we're going to talk about? Um... Something that was supposed to be very simple escalated quickly with and became disrespectful. Yeah, don't be an ass. There you go. Don't be an ass on social media because yeah. it, it, it can hurt. Yeah. And we saw something that kind of looked pretty it, bad. It yesterday. ain't cool. So anyway, that's what we're going to talk about. All right, pivoting. Yes. Pivoting. Pivot. So those of you, I want your take on this, Elena. Those of you guys who are, uh, you know, avid listeners, thank you very much. You know that we're very open about the fact that everything on our website, apparel related, hats, shirts, joggers, uh, even the cell phone cases, actually. Yeah. And what, and what else? Um, cell phone cases, hats, right? Yeah. T-shirts, tanks. We use a company called, oh, yeah, tanks. Thank you. Uh, hoodies. Hoodies. Sweatshirts. We use a drop shipper called Printful. Printful prints millions of shirts and apparel every year for other brands. And like we've us. been talking about Printful all the time. Many, 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 many times. They're a drop shipper. And the great thing about um, Printful is, you know, you connect your store or whatever, and you only pay for one item at a time. If someone orders a shirt on your mm-hmm. website, they're the ones that process it, print it out, and they send it to you. They do what they do it on what's called DTG, direct to garment. Those of you, I mean, there's a screen printing. You guys know about that. Screen printing is where you know they print on a T-shirt. It's a traditional way of making a T-shirt, and mm-hmm. and it's a it becomes more expensive with the more the more colors are involved. That's why shirts are usually like one, two, three colors. Mm-hmm. Well, DTG is basically like a gigantic printer that just prints on a shirt, and you can print any amount of colors you want. So that's why we like them because we can, we're not limited on our creativity and it allows us to just test out shirts, right? release a shirt. Cool. We didn't in, invest in buying 50 of them. Now we have to push them, which is what we've talked about before, but we have been very frustrated. We were understanding in March mm-hmm. and it is now July and we're extremely frustrated. Mm-hmm. Why are we frustrated? Elena? Well, um, it seems like, well, no one is no one is denying the fact that COVID nineteen has affected these businesses, right, including ourselves, but also these printing businesses. Um, and now it's apparent that the issue is still ongoing, and the issue is that there's a a severe delay in service. Um, we process the shirt through them. It takes about 
20 days and now it's taking past 30. Which it, means... What used to take what? How did it used to work Five before? to seven. Five to seven, sometimes faster. Yeah. And that's something they put on their website. Which means to me, or which means that our customers are not getting their product in about... I mean, they're getting a product in about a month or more. Right. Which sucks and it's really hurting the brand and the reputation that we have i have orders right now pending from may 25th Mm -hmm. that sucks and it's already july 2nd and you can email them and they'll i mean we obviously you know people those of you guys listening are like well that's why you got to have your own inventory i totally agree the fact when you have your own inventory you're in full control right if there's a delay that's your fault right We've always advocated for why we don't have inventory because it honestly, as as much bad, you know, quote unquote, that we're going to say about Printful in this in this podcast, there's a lot of good. I would not have been able to scale the brand as we much as I have. We would have never grown as big as we have without Printful. Not at all. I, yeah. I owe a lot to Printful. And I'm, I'm thankful for them. Very much. But I know that they're, this is a whole new world for not only us. Like Aladdin? But, yeah, not only for us, but for them as well. I'm sure they're like just trying to evaluate how to speed up the process that was once a speedy process, you know? Yeah. They're buying new printers, they're hiring people, but there's still such a major fucking delay. Well, I want people listening to know what we've been getting, the the runaround that yeah. I'm going to say that we've been getting from them. Because yeah. you're mentioning it, but I want to put more context behind it. We, I don't even, they, they took a while to say anything. I think at the very beginning, Mm -hmm. because obviously there were restrictions put in place uh, per state. Yeah. And there are, okay, Brentful has a handful of warehouses. They're also international. They have stuff in Europe. They have stuff in Mexico. I mean, they've they've grown. They have gigantic facilities. Yeah. They they hire hundreds, they employ hundreds of people at each one or a ton of them. They do a fuck ton of stuff. They have all these machines, millions and millions of dollars. They have investors all over the place. Uh, all this started from a guy in his house who had some printers that printed on, uh, he was printing artwork, mm-hmm. like um, not on canvas, but like just framed pieces. He was, it was like a, a it was kind of a drop shipping method of that. Mm-hmm. And then he scaled from that, which is incredible. But we had, they took forever to finally say anything about the delays. And then, I mean, the whole world was so like, no one knew what was going on. Everyone was understanding. At first we were like, totally, we understand. And then we kind of felt like, all right, we need to say something to our brand now. And we put like something on our page. That's yeah. Like, but before we put anything on our pages, we were we were getting emails from you guys or from you guys that have ordered. And we had to come up with a, a response that said, that we apologize this is the method we use and this is what's happening and it's an estimated you know it turned it was a 10 to 15 days Mm -hmm. then it turned to 10 to 15 days plus then printful put a blog up and on there they were like state like come back to this blog for more information about what we're doing and how the delays are working and then it turned into 15 to 20 25 plus and then like you're saying I've had orders that have been almost 40 days and I, we still get a lot of orders. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, we, we reply to you guys at that email or that the custom to the customers at email. And I think we drafted a really good response 
that makes them understand, of course. Yeah, and they're very. Most everybody does. Yeah. I think since March, how many have you refunded? I've, I think two, two or three. I've done two since March. Yeah. Out of all the orders we get, I've only and I give that option. Like, yeah, totally. You want to refund? You want to cancel an order at some other time? I'm totally fine with that. Because yeah. I get it. It's frustrating. But you know what? I was doing, I, I, and I said the same thing last time, was I ordered fabric through Spoonflower. And Spoonflower is direct to garment. Also, custom-made fabric for, you can design your own fabric or buy off the designers on their website. I ordered in April, no, in in late March. I didn't get it till mid-June. And they send out several emails like this is taking longer than expected then their ceo do a video yeah they yeah. they emailed a video and now it's more than 30 days for your fabric so what frustrates me like there's 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 more that we're actually going to dive into that's going to like make a lot more sense so what started frustrating me was number one just the fact that i'm in i'm not in control of this and i'm having to constantly apologize and then two what pissed me off too was the um they had put out a video in like late May mm -hmm. on uh, and it was like how to handle your customers and all this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. During this time, we really want you guys like basically they said, don't push apparel too much. Push cell phone cases and like whatever else, because those are done out of Mexico and there's a lot more They're They're able to be done faster. And I'm like, I'm not just going to push cell phone cases. You know, it just, it wasn't a great answer to me, but like you're saying they had, they had apologized kind of, and said they're working on it. They're investing $3 million in more machines. They're hiring more people, but they're still seeing they, and they've said that to this day, this is their response. And cause people have been like putting up YouTube videos about this and they'll go and find them and then they'll have three or four canned responses, but they're still saying that basically they're seeing an influx in orders similar to black Friday. They are saying that so many people are supporting small brands, independent brands that use them for shirt printing, that they're just overwhelmed with orders, but they have less staff than they usually do. Mm -hmm. So it's just piling up. Well, I don't, I don't doubt that that's not true. I don't either. Because but, people are buying like crazy. Yeah. Right now. They're at home. They're shopping. I just don't, don't tell me like you're getting more machines. Don't tell me you're getting like, yeah, they've been saying this for over a month, probably longer. One of the phone cases I ordered for a customer came from Latvia. Remember I was like, yeah, where is somewhere this, in Europe. Where is this tracking from? Like it was, you know, I think that's in Europe. Yeah. Who knows? So I'm just, fr I was frustrated with that. And I just, the, when you keep telling us the same thing, it's frustrating and it makes me me being frustrated with someone who's controlling my brand makes me frustrated with myself mm -hmm. as to why I I'm, I'm, don't have more control myself. Yeah. So really it, it made us evaluate like what can we do? And um, we've actually, we, we, started, <clears throat> we started experimenting or we're going to be experimenting with bringing what we can in-house because we've got plenty of accessories, stickers, pins, buttons, yeah. pencil packs, pens, uh, stationery, uh, decks of playing card with all that stuff we have in-house and we can ship that out to you guys ASAP but all the peril is what we're like held back by so Elena and I thought this was a time to experiment with what can we bring in-house right and is it time to start uh, I mean we got some machines that are coming we're gonna figure some stuff out see how feasible it is for certain shirts we want to release and then is it time to start investing in some inventory bring bring out some inventory or uh, purchase some inventory of shirts we know that sell on a regular basis 
and just start to become responsible for that stuff. That's going to make our schedules change. Yeah. But I would feel 100% more comfortable being able to process orders ASAP and have more control. Right. I'd like to have hang tags. I'd like to present my shirts in a much better way. I think both of our brands have elevated to, to that, that point mm-hmm. where we need to have a better quality product, a better print, a hang tag, a, a printed label inside the shirt, and then in a nice poly bag with a, you know, a sticker yeah. on it or whatever, just a nice presentation. We're there. So uh, that's what's pretty exciting. We're kind of experimenting with, yeah. But, but what's that going to mean to our stores? Like when it's going to be a, like a relaunch. Yeah, and a change. I mean, we're going to take all we're going to take a bunch of designs down and we're right. going to re-release for the time yeah. being until who knows. Yeah, who knows if we'll put them back up yeah. or who knows if I mean if we're really liking the new process that we come up with. I it don't know I don't know why we would want to like go back. Yeah, yeah, to another 5 to 7 business days and sometimes, you know, one out of every 10 orders, it wasn't 5 to 10. Sometimes it was longer. Yeah. Or five to seven, it was a little longer. So anyway, just kind of being transparent with you guys that we were really, really questioning like the the methods and the process that we use. And it's a having a drop shipper is a blessing for so many reasons. What do you why do you think why do you think it's a blessing? Well, in our case, for me, well, in my case, um, I like that I didn't have a lot of it because I already have a ton of inventory with like my fabrics and the things that I sell. Right. Or, or so. Um, so alleviating the t shirt part process or part of so bonita was really critical in um the brand growing so essentially i was leaving it up to someone else you know here's what this person ordered print this send it here and i liked it and then i was in charge of mailing out the stickers the pins the bags whatever i have on hand it freed up your time yeah and so now i'm gonna have to you know we're we're going back to the drawing board and really having a new brand yeah i mean it's exciting it is exciting i think both of our brands are at a place where we can do a refresh and really what i'm envisioning is like both of us coming up with a new strategy then literally making an announcement i would like to do a video one for you for your brand one for me for my brand and we're literally announcing that hey you know it's time for us to take more control we want to have a better quality product we want to present it to you guys better yeah and that means scaling back our stores and then relaunching as we get these Mm -hmm. new items back in uh, at a better quality. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't even mentioned this to you, but that would mean like, hey, you've got one week if you'd like to order any of the shirts we currently have, in, especially the ones in full color. Yeah. But just know it's going like to be three or four colors. Just know it'll be up to 30 days before you get it. Yeah. And those people that, that go do that, at least they know. And at least we have some more. It, honestly, we can get some money to help supply that inventory that we would like to get. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? Yeah. Cool. Anyway, some sort of urgency, like, hey, go go get this, right. but you're gonna have to wait. Um, so anyway, I'm I'm super excited. But that means we're gonna have to change our whole schedule. I know. That means that there's gonna be like like you're gonna come home from work, right? And you're gonna have to process orders. There's an order processing time. You're gonna have to process orders and ship them out. So am I. I'm gonna have to do the exact same thing. So that means you're gonna have to adjust your Peloton writing. You're gonna mm-hmm. have to do it in the morning. My, my, my. <laughs> What else does that mean? That means that a lot of your sewing is probably going to have to be saved for the weekend. If you're going to be. It already is at that point. If you're going to be processing a lot of orders, which is a blessing. Right. That I, would be awesome. Yeah. Because really the the methods that we're talking about are going to increase our Maybe profit margins. Maybe we can schedule a day that's just for processing orders. Like if, you know what I mean? We can't be printing 
every day. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about printing. I'm talking about no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just processing. Letters, oh, not making a shirt. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Put, we're not making them to as order as they go. Okay. We're like what Elena and I are going to be experimenting with. Like if it works, I'd like to make some inventory, right, and hold that. Yes. And then if we have to, like once a month or once every two months, we replenish our own inventory. And there's a Saturday where we're making more shirts or something. Yeah. We'll figure something out. But I mean, it, it means we have to adjust. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, excited and a little like oh, about that. How do you yeah, feel? Yeah, I'm good. Before we go on break and talk about the, I guess, quote unquote, cheese man. Oh, we're actually going to extend the second half. We're going to extend to a cheese man session. And we're going to go into more details of what we don't explain in the first one. Why are you rolling your eyes? Like I'm that? not rolling my eyes. Oh, are you something okay with your eyes? Yeah, they're, um, it's kind of itchy. My eyes are kind of itchy. Okay. I think it's allergies. Like it's just like itchiness. Got it. Anything you want to say about Look Out for Local? Because we got some news today, but I don't know how much you can share. Um, It's coming. It's coming, bitch. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're going to Get ready. Say? Buckle up, bitches. <laughs> we were waiting on some... We, uh, I think the last time you announced we were waiting on confirmation for something yeah, that did the, not go through. It fell through. And then another... We were waiting on another one. And it came through. Two, but it and came then through, we came pivoted. And did something else. Yeah. And then that was okay. Yes. Approved. We got the green light. Very cool. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. It's more work for us and for me, but you think it's going to be great. Is that the fucking cat again? Yeah. Oh, my God. Cheeklers. Okay. Ooh, that was loud. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the shit that went down on Instagram and um, Instagram how you can learn from it. There's actually a lesson here. You'll learn from it. Welcome back everybody welcome back bitches okay so yesterday basically what had happened was <laughs> what happened was there um <clears throat> i don't necessarily want to call it bullying but here's what happened so a pretty famous popular person on instagram well that a popular person in general with an instagram account uh shared something in their feed mm-hmm. uh there wasn't at the time there wasn't uh a tag or a credit for whoever the original artist was of the thing they shared. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a drawing. It was a piece of art. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, uh, it, it caught the eye of, of the business that it came from. And the business politely said, that's a great image. That's a great image. We love that. How about a tag for us and, and the artist who made it mm-hmm. and they tagged the artist. Nothing right. Uh, for a while now it's a big account. I don't expect, um, immediate response, right? It's yeah. a very large account. So then soon enough, the artist got wind of it and then they themselves jumped in and said something. And then more people had jumped in and politely like, oh, I love this design by so-and-so. Mm-hmm. This is a great design by so-and-so. Uh, credit to so-and-so for making this for so-and-so, right? And that was it. And then, then it got ugly. Then it got ugly and because at this, at this point, you know, people are scrolling through their feed. They just see something, they see quote unquote injustice or whatever. They're upset and mm-hmm. they immediately respond to it. Mm-hmm. They don't think and they post and they post these ugly things. Well, these the, some of the posts, I would say a majority of them were polite, mm-hmm. but there was a handful of them that were rude, that were actually saying some pretty ugly stuff, mm-hmm. uh, accusing this artist because they themselves are an artist as well in their own form or fashion. 
uh, not an artist who draws or anything like that or a designer. They, um, they started calling this person a thief for stealing. Do I wonder if they steal other things too. Now, this person just posted in the feed without tagging anyone. This person did not say, I'm selling this now. Yeah. I'm going to make this now. There like, was no thievery. It, sh- it was content. Or nothing was stolen. Content that they were sharing. Yeah. And that's it. There was really no, there was nothing ill behind it at all. Yeah. But when, so really like all the polite tags that jumped in, because there was a lot of polite tags Mm -hmm. or a a lot of polite comments saying, hey, I love this design by so-and-so, stuff like that, right? That kind of got overshadowed. The message behind that got overshadowed by, in my opinion, like kind of the immature ones that were saying some pretty stupid shit, in my opinion. I'm 37 years old. Like, I don't agree with the stuff some of those younger people were saying in there. Yeah. It was pretty fucking stupid, in my opinion, because it totally and and honestly, like we can't expect this person to have like jumped in. And I think this person handles has someone that helps handle the account. They have to. There's no way. Yeah. There's too many followers. So it got out of hand. Eventually, the person got wind of it. And the person uh, then tagged the business that it originally came from and the artist that did it and said, um, on it, I thought it was a pretty classy response. And um, <laughs> and and then asked to speak with both of them on the phone. Mm-hmm. And from my understanding, they got on a call because I verified it later, and everything went really well. Good. But eventually, the the photo was deleted, and mm. that's that's that. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I know that we're being pretty like I'm not being very detailed about what was going on, but I I don't know if that's enough detail to kind of like really get behind this message that we're trying to say of like don't be a dick what what do you want to say about that well yeah i mean don't be a dick like there's no reason for the comments to have gotten ugly or accusatory or even almost defaming this person very much so Um, there's no need for that i think um the original artist had enough you know uh backup to just kind of say hey we like it too like why don't yeah um and and here's the thing on that there is absolutely nothing wrong on calling out in my opinion there's nothing wrong in calling out anybody who doesn't tag an original artist. Right. I think that that's crucial in this time when people of color, um, Latinos, black, their artistry, their images are being reproduced by big name brands and their ideas are being stolen. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that this is what happened. I'm just saying that um, there's nothing wrong with giving a little credit and you know, Google's your friend if you don't know where the artist uh, right. image came from. I've been told that, like, like I post uh, some time ago. I a long time ago, t- I, I posted an image and somebody said tag so and so, and I did. I edited the caption and I tagged because it's somebody's work. Sure, absolutely. It's somebody's, uh, you know, uh, idea and and almost maybe even bread and butter. So, um, um well, this person. We can say this. They're a comedian. Yeah. This person's a comedian. Pretty pretty popular. Famous. Um, they, they had visited here not too long ago mm-hmm. and were familiar with this place. So, again, like, I can't, I can't, I, I can't, I can't assume, one, that this person's by their phone. All the time. And saw all these right. messages know, within yeah. minutes. Yeah. So, I can't assume that. Yeah. Um, what I can, like, 
what what I did was really just jump in there with a with a a tag credit to blank for creating this for blank. Mm-hmm. And um, then I I know someone personally who knows this comedian, mm-hmm. so I text them. So what do you think about what do you think about their latest post mm-hmm. on Instagram? He checked it out and didn't realize how he had seen it before, but didn't realize how crazy or it was getting in the comments. And then this person got really heated because they were seeing their friend yeah, be, being attacked, being attacked, and yeah. called a thief. I. I wonder if you steal your jokes too. That was crossing the line for me. I, that's ridiculous. That's just yeah, stupid. Because I think being a comedian is one of the most difficult things in the world. Absolutely. So respect to everyone who gets on stage and does that because it is a for lot. a living. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's that's a crazy road to be on to, yeah. to find success in. So when you find it, those who find success in that, I can't imagine how shitty of a road it was to, to get, get there. there. Yeah. So, and the last thing, and comedians get their shit stolen all the time. Yeah. I get that. So the person that I was talking to through text was was very upset that, that his friend is being attacked because his friend has done a lot for him, like a lot yeah. for him in his career. Well, dur- I would be upset too some if somebody times. was a, yeah. a, a, but, attacking somebody I love. But all this person, the te- person I was texting, all they kept, all that they kept talking about were these fucking idiots who were making the really disrespectful comments. Yeah. That's what he saw and that's what pissed him off. And that's what made him say that he was seeing the entire design world as those fuckheads. Yeah. And not looking at me and the many others that were in there politely, calmly saying, hey, I love this picture by so-and-so. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love this design by so-and-so. That was very respectful. Nothing wrong with that. If you don't like me saying that on your post, then I mean... I don't know what to say about that. But all that was overshadowed by the assholes that were saying some stupid shit, some immature stuff. So um, I was trying to explain to this person that, you know, that's not, that doesn't represent the design world. Those guys are idiots. Uh, This person was having a hard time understanding the design world, that it operates different from every other world. But really what I was trying to explain to them, and and I just think he was very heated at the time, and maybe he, he still won't understand, but... Um, that s- designs get stolen all the time because it's visual and it's so fast to be yeah. able to just go on Google and ah. at one Screenshot point, it. at one point referred to it as, you know, something that's available on the internet. He just shared something from the internet. No big deal. Well, okay, fine. No big deal there. But when someone's asking you to credit, like eventually do that, had he seen, I, I'm sure he probably would have had he seen those comments, but at, th- at this point, 20% or less of the thread had gotten so ugly, he just decided to remove it. Even though, in my opinion, he could have deleted those comments, yeah. the ugly ones, banned those bitches if you wanted to, and credited the person. Because yeah. this image spoke to this guy's brand because it made sense to what he's, something he would that was part of his brand a long time ago. What um, The only thing that made me go like, ah, uh, okay. Like, we'll come, let's, it's, I think pe- people can be super smart. Mm-hmm. very educated and still make stupid mistakes yeah and learn sure. now yeah. and, and learn because that comedian the one that owned the page had finally come in and seen all the comments and had seen and jumped into the thread of the original business that said hey uh how about that's a great image how about a shout out to us mm-hmm. and the designer who, who made it and tagging both of them and this person jumped in and was like hey yeah uh the comedian was like yeah i I thought it was a cool image, so I screenshot it. 
and and then whatever and then he addressed the other person that was like the designer and he was like at blah 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 man you got mob ties you're 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 mob defame me in a matter of minutes or something like that uh which was shitty for those people that were saying those things but at that moment um i was like all right well screen you went to that page or you saw the business page and you screenshot it you could have looked at the caption at the caption yeah and if whoever's listening to this podcast, maybe even the person that I was texting yesterday, I just don't want to say his name. But he's of course a, not. I love him, and he's yeah. a super good friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, I don't see him all the time, but I, I have so too. much respect for him. And, but I think he was super heated yesterday, and I totally understand. I get that. 100% I understand that. But in the design world, the design world is what it is, and it's full of egos, and it's full of, but it's also full of amazing, respectful people, just like any industry. I'm sure the comedy world is full of egos, assholes, but it's well, also the creative world. Yeah. I it's mean, also full of some really good people. Yeah. So it's not just the design world that, that yeah. has that in it. Every fucking world has that. So, um, again, when you screen like in my, so this is what I saw when the person said that, Oh, I, I like the image. So I screenshot it and shared it. My opinion, what he was saying was like, I just screened, I didn't think it was a big deal. If you didn't think that was a big deal, I, there's nothing I could change about that at the time. What I can't, what we can do is tell you why it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And if you don't respect that, I can't, I, yeah. can't, I don't know what else to tell you because that screenshot of that image was someone's hard work that took hours to make. Mm-hmm. And that image uh, of my friend's design, we, uh, there's a small group on, on messenger uh, that, that we talk almost every day and we share each other's work. I'm working on this. I saw that whole design develop hand drawn, you know what I mean? And then digitized and it's his work. It's his art. It was available on this business's page because the business hired him to make it for them. So for someone to go in and screenshot and then not even think see, about a screenshot means that everything else was cut off. Yeah. You screenshot it and then, and then you, you edit it. You cut it off. Yeah. Like why? So all the details were there. But regardless, if the person's listening or whoever, if, if, if they're like, well, I didn't think that was a big deal. It is a big deal. And and it's always going to be a big deal. Yeah. And if, you, if you're comparing it to, well, in your industry, people still shit all the time too. Well, that sucks. And that's not right either. Mm-hmm. But I told this person that I was texting, if you, because this, this person's a comedian and a funny one. And they have merch too. If I saw someone take your merch design and and post it up on their own i do the same shit i love this shirt design by so and so so and so i would do the exact same thing yeah you know what i mean and i think a lot of other people would too so it's unfortunate that it escalated to where it did but it's still important to know that if you're sharing something on the internet you need to tag the original creator because you know honestly this person's instagram is so fucking huge this comedian the, the one that shared the thing. What if someone like now copies that? You know what I mean? What if it brought eyes to someone who's who's like, oh, a cricket vulture. A cricket vulture. I'm going to make that and put it on a T-shirt. And not that this comedian was saying any of that. They no, just he didn't shared say it. anything. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a piece of content that he shared that that connected to his brand. Well, it was a piece of content that he edited. Right, right. He, yeah. Right. Because share would mean he actually gave credit reposted from yeah. house of rock or the something. repost app is a great app it's easy man you just link it to your instagram account yeah. you can copy and repost it and it tags a person it credits the person 
Yeah. The creative world itself needs to have equal respect, whether you created a lyric, a joke, a piece of art, whatever. None of it should ever be shared without credit. None of it, in my opinion. And I feel extremely strong about that. None of it should. It doesn't mean that you go, you disrespect and you tear someone down. Right. For sharing yeah, that. No, we're not saying that. I don't all. agree with yeah, that no, at all. That's shitty. I just want everyone to understand how strongly the creative world feels that anything created needs to have um, <laughs> a reference. It needs to be uh, credited. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all we're saying. Why are you laughing? Because I couldn't think of the fucking word okay. that I was trying to say. Okay. But it just needs to be cre- credited. So, I mean. Okay. Dude, it got heated yesterday. Heated. Lesson learned on all parties. And really, the thing that, that uh, I don't give a shit who's listening, really, if any of the students are listening to, but some of the some of the immature comments were, were from designers who haven't been doing this very long. Yeah. All the respectful answers or all the respectful comments were from professionals in the industry yeah. that have been doing this shit for a long time that aren't yeah. quick to aren't quick to make jokes themselves on Instagram or to poke at somebody or to, you know, that we're not immediately coming to some sort of a conclusion. We're being reasonable and rational, kind of thinking long-term, you mm-hmm. know, what should I actually say? What's the right thing to say? Should I say something smart ass? No. Why? I don't know how this was done. Yeah. I don't know why this was shared. Let me find out. So anyway, what's the lesson? Don't be an asshole. <laughs> I mean, don't be don't don't go into threads and cause drama or start drama. I mean, there's no. there's a way to be tactful and be professional. And also you can have conversations off threads. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And this the per, the main per the last thing I'll say is that the main person that that shared this, this whole where it all started, mm-hmm. like the comedian that shared it on his large gigantic page. I mean, I, I get it. It's, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying anything ugly about him at all. Right. I'm not disrespecting his work, his hustle. The dude's hilarious and has put in a shit ton of work in his career. I'm just saying that he did something and then he got a little bit of an education on why he shouldn't have done that. But it was mixed with a lot of disrespect, which should never. Which was unfortunate. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So that's it. Okay. That's all I got to say. We're actually going to go into a little more detail with just some names on our cheese episodes and if you don't know what those are if you go to patreon.com slash so taco you sign up to be a patreon subscriber help us out every month you get access to all these cheese episodes so you'll find out we've got some up there where we talk about some sh- cheese some cheese i think we have like seven. maybe i should say the neighbor cheese the neighbor cheese yeah. oh my god really we'll think about well, I that i I mean, we're all for dishing, but we also have to be respectful at times, too. So mm, No. Cheese is cheese. Guys, next week, I'm super pumped about the guest. I think you guys are going to really, really love it. I actually don't want to fuck up the interview because it's actually pretty important. So I'm excited about it. It's a big it. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to say, Lana? That's it. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you guys for the new reviews coming in. We'll start to read those again, but we appreciate them. They're very freaking helpful. Awesome. You understand. They're good. Right, Elena? Yes. Okay, everyone. Hasta la próxima. Bye, everyone.